a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the program today. This is the final segment of today's episode of Live Mike. I want to cover a lot of ground before we say goodbye today. Three points uh, I'd like to make. Number one, for those of you who are traveling uh, into the state of Utah, for, if you have relatives coming, if you have people to come in to visit, while well, you shouldn't, <laughs> you got it? You, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have folks over to the house these days, turns out. Uh, anyway, for anyone traveling into the state of Utah, we learned today during the governor's press conference that there are some new requirements put in place. Now, these requirements don't carry with them the force of law. It is merely a request, but uh, there have been some great length taken by the Department of Transportation, by the state of Utah and the city of Salt Lake uh, to put these measures in place. What we learned today is that if you... Uh, enter into Utah via a number of different means, you will be asked to navigate over to a website and then fill out a certain questionnaire. Now, let me read you the instructions on this questionnaire. It says, each person 18 years of age and older entering Utah must submit an electronic state of Utah travel declaration form as ordered by the governor to inform individuals of the Utah's current COVID-19 related restrictions and declare information that will be used by the Utah Department of Health to help track and trace COVID-19 infections that may arise from persons who entered the state of Utah from national or international travel. Now, uh, if you fly in to the Salt Lake City International Airport, you will be handed a card which carries with it a QR code. Uh, and if you don't know what that is, ask someone young. They'll tell you. You hold your phone up to it, and it navigates uh, over to your phone's browser, and you will then be given these series of questions. Also, if you travel into the state of Utah over the road, on I-15 or 89 or 40 uh, or 191 or any of the various routes that uh, lead into the state of Utah, 80, 70, uh, I think I mentioned them all, 40 uh, at the Colorado border, uh, there is something called a geofence that will trigger your phone, uh, will trigger an alert on your phone, which will navigate you to this same website where you'll be asked questions like, have you or anyone in your party been tested for COVID-19 in the last 14 days? Are you suffering or experiencing from any of the following symptoms? Are you a Utah resident? It then asks for your home address and contact information. Then it'll ask you for the places you have traveled within the previous 14 days, uh, asks about uh, various other individuals who may be traveling with you in your group, date, time, you then submit. That information will be used uh, by the Department of Health and the state to track and trace uh, COVID-19 infections. It is by invitation, but I would urge you to participate uh, if you're within the sound of my voice. Information truly is power right now. All right, so that's uh, number one. Uh, number two, I want to extend again 
to you uh, an invitation to help me with something. Last Thursday, I donated blood. I was able to give uh, one unit. I did so through ARUP Blood Services. Uh, it was a, a clean and easy experience, and I was very happy to contribute in that fashion. I was uh, made aware uh, not too long ago that there still, of course, is the need uh, for blood in our hospitals. There are individuals who suffer from certain conditions who need periodic blood transfusions. Uh, there, of course, is still the uh, unfortunate reality that folks will uh, be in car accidents or other accidents that would require uh, blood to be uh, given to them to help save their lives. And well, because of this coronavirus, there have been uh, hundreds and thousands of blood drives canceled due to the coronavirus, and yet the need remains. And so I decided, uh, with your help, to see if this program, Live Mike, could each day be responsible for at least uh, one unit of blood donated. We have been successful thus far, and so what I'm asking you today to do is navigate over to utahblood.org, that's the ARUP site, or redcrossblood.org, utahblood.org, or redcrossblood.org, wherever uh, you're more comfortable donating blood or wherever you're able to make an appointment. Go on there. They'll, both sites will ask for your zip code. You type that in. You'll then get a list of available places where you could show up and donate blood. So once you schedule that, what I'd like you to do is this. Take a screenshot or a photo uh, and then make your way over to my Facebook page, Lee Lonsberry. Click on Facebook, type in Lee Lonsberry. You'll find me. It's my little mug uh, next to a logo for the program live. Might click on that and then just send me via message or post it somewhere on there uh, your confirmation. You don't necessarily need to share with me your, your screenshot or your photograph, uh, but somehow communicate to me that you are taken care of today. We've had some wonderful folks step up every day so far. We've been extending this challenge. I need your help today. Lee Lonsberry on Facebook. Go confirm an appointment with utahblood.org or redcrossblood.org and you and I together will at least uh, for one person uh, be a big help. Okay, We want to donate one unit of blood per day. That's two. Now, there is a third thing I wanted to talk to you about before the close of today's program, and we only have 60 seconds to do so, uh, and it is this, uh, that I am a huge admirer uh, of the absolute experts who have been taking to the microphones at both the federal and the state level to give us information uh, and advice on how to best combat this coronavirus. Tomorrow, what we're going to do is I'm going to spend a segment talking to you about a single individual who has so impressed me, and that is Dr. Deborah Burks. She is with the White House Coronavirus Task Force. And just the other day, she shared a story uh, which is an example of the personal sacrifices that she is making in the midst of the coronavirus. She has a granddaughter who is sick with this virus, a high fever, and she is limiting contact. And it's breaking her heart, but it's doing good. And she would invite you to continue doing that same good. Practice good social distancing. We're going to flatten this curve. We're going to save lives. That's it for today. Next up, Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News.